Hello and welcome to this uh, pre-recorded episode from <laughs> June 2019. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. And today we're going to be talking about and asking the question, what is reality? Yes. Uh, which, on the face of it, might seem like a very simple question to answer, but once you start delving into... Um, well, we're, yeah, we're doing philosophy. Yeah, research and... we tend not to do. Theorising, it's a lot more complex than you think. Um, and yeah, particularly the Wikipedia research, it is a lot to get your head around. And I must admit, I don't know about Simon, but I certainly a lot of the time was scratching my head going, huh? <laughs> no, it's both of us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Another episode where we are not quite know where we're going to start, yeah. but we'll start somewhere. Well, I, 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 I think this was part of the research, but um, one of the links you gave... Um, I had a look into it and um, it was saying about what is what kind of trying to define it and one of the straightforward answers is that it means everything that appears to our five senses so that everything that we can see smell touch and yet there's a problem with that kind of definition it's in a way once you start delving into it it's too simplistic but I think when you have something as as complex as this to kind of deconstruct and try and understand you have to try and simplify it I think but therein lies the problem treating it too simplistically you're not examining the whole the whole kind of the whole part of it if that makes sense well there's more to it than just yeah exactly yeah so I think what Dave was saying kind of you can learn the rules of poker but there's an awful lot more of subtlety in there that you're unaware of and I say you're someone that's slowly getting the hang of subtlety and hmm. reading between the lines so that's something you used to struggle with a certain oh, amount god yeah did I I mean the thing is you know looking at this definition right you know it, it, as I said at face value oh yeah that explains reality very nicely but it, I mean it says here in research you ignore certain things stuff that we can't see but we see we so say I don't know say like um, it says here about electrons the recession and the number five which we cannot sense, but they are very real. So then you're getting into a whole different kettle of fish. I don't know why I'm using that as a. Because <laughs> it works. It's as it Does works. Matter. Uh, yeah, you're getting into a whole different ball game, kettle of fish, whatever. But once you start unpacking it, it really is a very. It is a. It really is a problematic concept to try and define. Um. So you know, you know you. You talk about things like, say, hallucinations or visions and stuff like that. So seeing seeing things that aren't actually there, for example. So we would say, well, that's not real. But to someone, that can seem very real. So is that actually reality? Is that actually part of the reality as well then? Or not? Yeah. Needs to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So... uh, (laughs) <laughs> that's a good standby answer isn't it who's to say it? it's like I don't know yeah but I mean looking at the notes as you say I mean you can see I've, I've kind of I think you've I've, I don't know if you've done some annotations as well nope no okay fair enough um, <laughs> no no it's fine it's fine um, stars for anything I can roughly figure out but yeah trying to define it it's difficult and it's problematic so um, where do you want to start I suppose we've kind of I know we've kind of just talked a bit about we've kind of try to loosely define the more common definitions that we associate with what is reality um, 
But should we talk about this money business that I was talking about before we got yeah, going? Yeah, go for it. That's a good well, place one to start. of the notes it says, um, as a member of society, people create a form of collective reality. We're all part of a community of minds. For example, money in reality consists of paper of pieces of paper. Yet those papers represent something much more valuable. The pieces of paper have the power of life and death, but they wouldn't be anything if people don't believe in their power. Money is fiction, but it's not useful fiction. Hmm. So we're, we're sort of saying our notes are worth worthless, but the five or ten pounds that we've got in our, our wallets are actually worth something because um, it's a. Sorry, go on. You've because it's a it's a legal tender, as it's known. Hmm. What well, money? The money, the value we assign to money is the fund is the fundamental cornerstone of. Our our um uh, our existence well, existence capitalist society, but what you're saying what you were just saying about this paper being worthless to other people yes but this our notes our research is worth is um what was it you said um is useful to us so in a way yes it is kind of worthless but to us it isn't. If that makes any yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, to see that yeah um yeah but you know we were also saying I was also saying about um, things like top secret classified files or stuff you know which obviously most of these days the records are kept on computer but say you you print it off or whatever or even just you know as a paper that is valuable because that's you know so even just like there's a piece of paper with that on its own yes but when you assign said when you assign value to it whether it's money whether it's classified files or whatever that's else that's true actually yes um, birth certificates yeah you've got um, things to do with housing bills and stuff like that and yeah. things that you know changing um, houses and um, no buying houses and changing um, when you sign contracts yeah that's yeah. the word I was thinking of yeah whether it's whether it's for a house or whatever I know you... it's a bit old school these days because they're never seen anymore but checks do you remember those oh god yeah yeah yeah. I think I still have a check book but it's like god I never use it these days oh yeah when I was with uh, well they used to be known as Lloyd's then but well they're now just TSB but when it was Lloyd's I remember having I think it was a big big blue one a big check book I never I never I got a check from my great aunt for a belated birthday yeah so money. on the surface it's just a piece of paper but you know but the thing is uh, say that piece of paper that's part of reality but what about when we assign value to it eye of the beholder isn't there everything's in the eye of the beholder hmm. because when you talk about reality I mean it goes into notes there was talk about physical reality so so objects so like um, where, where we're sitting inside them so like this uh, desk or that computer or the microphone but you know, but what about us ourselves? It's, I think it's, I think they said everything that's kind of external stimuli is, is like physical objects that we can, you know, that is reality. But what about? And then you know, the, and there's also talk about kind of our perception. So I don't know. Thing is, right? You know, you can say objects are reality, but there's a problem with that. And the problem I have with it is, I think we're now kind of going into what well, I did at uni. I did something called um, phenomenology. It's part Bear with of, us, people. Yeah. Um, huh? <laughs> Bear with us, people. Bear with us, people. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But the basic concept of it is, 
you know, I see a desk, but how do I know that it's a desk? Well, the object... It's got a computer on it. <laughs> Writing implements on it. But, yeah, but the, the point is, we are, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know it's a desk because my brain is telling me that because that's what it's been named as, a desk. The object, you know, so surely we humans, our perceptions, we're assigning reality ourselves. It's not just the objects that exist, but surely us as well. Am I making... Does that make sense? Yes, Jamie. Honestly, does it? Yeah, does it? Really, sort of. Sort of. Well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> this object, right, is a desk, yeah? Yeah. But we, don't, we know it's a desk because our brains tell us it's a desk because we, assign, we come up with a name that says it's a desk. It didn't just appear and it's like, oh yeah, that that's that's you know. So reality is not just an object, but our own perception. Make it. Yeah, our perceptions. Is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what phenomenology kind of is. Um, but yeah, so a physical reality, yes, it is. It is objects that we you know we use every day. But it's again that is just too simplistic a definition as well. Um, so yeah, <laughs> what did you? What was you looking at? Used to something you take it all in. I don't know. Yeah, again, this is a very meta episode, um, isn't it? Nowhere. Yeah, what do you want to say? Or um, do or you know what I know of, but I don't know if we're from when we're going to talk about them. Well, go on, go on. If it's something you want, if you want to talk about, it's all stuff that I've talked about endlessly before. Um. You know, the whole holiday crap and stuff like that. Well, yeah, things. I mean, obviously... The so stuff I can deal with, the rest of it, I can yeah. muddle on through, but <laughs> it will be kind of relying a bit on what you know, from my what so- you can glean. From, from my old social... No, sort of struggle through it. Well, the other That's thing... That's just me being honest. No, it's fine, Si, that's fine. Well, I, I Even talk- though we have got to also point out this was my cra- crazy idea as well. Yeah, it was, to be fair, so, yeah. Um... <laughs> But, you know, some of this stuff I said, it is delves into sociology and philosophy, which I... Philosophy, not so much, but I did do a bit of it at uni. I'm one of those days where I can actually say the word. Um, so, yeah, it, it says here about perception. So this is probably a bit of a better explanation. Um, so whether the world we see around us is the real world itself or merely an internal perceptual copy of the world generated by neural processes in our brain. So, you know whether it's just our perception of it is that real or not so it's kind of again what I was saying kind of about the the physical reality of the objects or our own or our own perceptions um, one of the things I found one of the things I, I thought was quite interesting was this bit here it talks about the philosophical position that our conscious experience is not of the real world itself but of an internal representation a miniature virtual reality replica of the world so he says here about um, so a subconscious set of mental filters formed from the, our beliefs and experiences. Everyone, every individual interprets the same world differently, as you said. Hence, truth is in the eye of the beholder. So as you say, we all live. Well, I tend to think that everyone live. Everyone tends to go in their certain moulds. You always find that there's certain people that end up in that sort of have that look and then end up in that certain role. Hmm. So that may be that sort of thing, like. Hmm. Yeah, as you say, the, 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 a lot of the notes is very jargony, very... To be honest, I, I think we're both kind of quite waffly. Uh, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where 
I think some of some of these things like the phenomenology, the phenomenology side and the philosophy. I think they could have maybe have explained it a bit more. Okay, a bit, I, I did get out. That's a problem itself. I know I say a bit more simplistically, but but it goes against exactly what you said at the yeah, beginning of this yeah, thing. Yeah. So in a way, it kind of it kind of has to be the way it mm. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does have to have a bit of a philosophy textbook about it, but it has to if you're going to talk about it. If you're going to talk yeah. about um, high-level concepts like this, mm. um, you don't have a well. I suppose it does exist, but Dummy's Guide to Philosophy. I'm sure that exists, but I suppose that's not what you want. No, it's kind of silly. It's a bit, a bit of a contradiction. But there you go. Um, did you want to? talk about a couple of things that you it's alright go for it honestly we'll, we'll bounce off each other because I don't want it just be me waffling the whole time um, and well I quite like the theory that it's all a holodeck and we're all a simulation kind of like the matrix kind of sort or, of thing um, uh, what's that damn episode called what's that damn Moriarty episode oh um, yes uh, season which which one is first or second one six Season six, yeah, I know the one you mean. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, oddly enough, uh, you know, talking about the Matrix, you know, oddly enough, they give that same definition about oh, our senses, our you know, seeing things like anything we can touch and see and and smell or whatever, um, you know, and obviously this is where you kind of you get into the kind of area of things like virtual reality and cyber is it cyber cyberspace yeah yeah um you know vrs are in virtual ship rea- in a bottle ship in a bottle there we go so you're you're thinking along those kind of lines yeah hmm. i was finishing this oh. off oh. i was trying to find the page jamie oh. so that's why i didn't oh sorry um i was hoping you could stall it oh, like okay. you usually do so what did you want to say then isn't it possible that we all... From what we're saying, well, we'll, we'll break a bit of the illusion here, because we'll we've recorded this the same day as we recorded our life, the universe, and everything theories. Yeah. So we're going to break a bit of illusion there, and it kind of works into what we we're saying in that that it all seems too perfect. Yeah. So maybe that maybe why it's yeah yeah, and that's why we are holodeck reco- possibly. Mm. And that's why we are recording the same day because well, it's putting them together and the episodes do work quite nicely. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing to there's nothing to prove it, but it's nothing to disprove it. I mean, it isn't actually a philosophy, philosophy, um, a concept, isn't it? So not, yeah. it's not just a no, absolutely no. I mean, you know, and you think about um, and the other thing, you know, and the other thing as well is, you know. You talk about reality, but we we have the ability to to effectively change the narrative, manipulate realities. If you think about if you think about, um, well, I think know, it also works into some of that wacky stuff that I like about the paranormal. The fact that well, yeah, there's 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 that as well. I mean, if you if you think about the com- weird things that happen with that, and mm. they, they like you know trying to explain the Mannheim effect, why that uh, no Mandela effect why stuff like that and you have people that where there's gaps in um like people time travel and then go through a cloud and they go back to their original time like there's an idea that there was a instance where a guy 
was flying his plane over, I think, southern Britain. He was flying over an, an airport, hmm. a, an airfield, an RAF airfield. And this is this is say uh, I think this is mid uh, during the uh, interwar years I, I think it was. So he's flying over. I'm really not explaining. I'm not really not doing this justice. So he's flying over. Nothing unusual on the way out there. I think he was coming back, and then he realised that there was they were all wearing different uniforms. There was different planes out there, and then I think 1936 occurred. And those exact uniforms appeared, came into service, and those exact planes appeared. And there was also another instance where there's a journalist going around, I think it might have been Tokyo, possibly, I think it was Tokyo in Japan. And they. What was it? They took a. They ended up coming under attack, even though it was peacetime. Hmm. And it transpired that they witnessed an attack that didn't happen until the Second World War. Hmm. There's weird instances where people... And then there was another instance where a family was travelling through France. And they ended up in, say, like the 16th century France. Hmm. Stayed in this that B&B place. And then tried to find it on the way home and couldn't. So... Theor- and, and in theories they think that that's where there's glitches yeah because you also saying with the paranormal stuff you were saying that um, you believe that and I think it's actually a very interesting theory that it's kind of like say we're in this room at the moment but also in this room other people occupy it from I different think time periods all in the same space yeah just not in the same we're out of our perceptual vision that's the way yeah. I see it and that's why we have like spirits and ghosts mm. I don't think it explains it fully but I think it's a very interesting makes, thing that everything's sense. ongoing because we don't we see again this is sort of veering into Doctor sort of territory but we see it as linear but there's no reason why it couldn't all be all parallel all in the same time even though in our in our time in our reality that's in the past and the future's in the future but there's no reason to say that the future is already happening this is the thing we just can't yeah, see just... it we can't touch it I can touch you now but I can't touch the other people that could be here hmm. because they aren't on the, it's the whole the next phase thing they're on a different hmm. level of existence well not on a this is where it gets all a bit um, they're here, but not, they're not here. As you say, not here for us. The you know, and the thing about reality as well. I mean, um, I mean, basically, you know, you can all, you know people can manipulate realities as well. So what I mean by that is, I mean this is might seem me going completely off off kilter, but I um I like a TV series, loads of TV series, but I like a crime show called The Blacklist. Uh, it's a crime show. And if um and in one of the episodes, one of the characters he's he's, he's an FBI agent, he's kidnapped and he's he's drugged, but he he um he believes that something's happening but it actually isn't. But to him it's very, very real. And, you know, just because oh that didn't happen, it's like, well maybe it didn't to you, but it did to this person. So you get into the whole things like, as he said, things like hallucinations. Is that 
reality as well, or even our dreams. What about our dreams? Well, how do premonitions happen? How do mm-hmm. other things like that happen? It's like, mm. It doesn't happen by coincidence. Mm. Well, we were talking about paranormal witness. You know that lady. Um, the, the, oh, sorry, was it the sister of the um, the mother of the the the, 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 the girl that, that died? She had said she had that dream about number sixteen, and you know it was actually you know it was a dream. So it doesn't seem as real, but she dreamt about something real. But even if you don't dream about something that's out in the real world, that doesn't mean, does that make it any less real? <laughs> does that make any yeah. sense? Or my yeah, okay. But yeah, suffice to say, even stuff like hallucinations or, as you say, dreams, that might not be what we define as, I say, normal reality. But why can't that be considered reality all in itself? Just because something hasn't happened yet, or or you can't see it happening, it doesn't make it any less real. At least that's what I personally think. It's like what you were saying. We might not see these other people in these different time, you know, in the same room. That they occupy a different time, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. That doesn't mean it's not real. I don't know. It's just me trying to make sense of the world. No, I, I completely agree, Simon. Like I said, I'm, we're, we're we're both trying to do the same thing, and I think it's really quite an interesting concept. Once you, on the surface, like a lot of things, it seems relatively simple. But when you really get down into the nitty gritty and start unpacking concepts and the layers and that that are there, it's a very very tricky concept to nail down. And as we said in our last episode, the um, our theories one. An awful lot more things are in- interconnected than you believe they are. Yeah. It's, and then it's just kind of. Oh, what was it? It's one of these where it goes on about space and time that they kind of aren't the, are the same thing as well. I think that's in here somewhere. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Uh, oh, time and time and space? Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. Um, did you want to look from If now? you want to. Oh, I'm almost there, I think. That's right. You, you, you Bob, you can, you can read it out if you like, because you sound like you really want to read this bit out. I hadn't really thought this through, but. Um, if you can help me, Jamie, that would be appreciated. Yeah, of course. Um. Uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say it's quite wordy, isn't it? Even I must admit, even I'm looking at thinking what. Um, what's the bit you want to read from? Yeah, that's a bit I hadn't worked out. That's what, that's what oh, I mean. Okay. I need a bit of help with. Um. Well, at the start it says a traditional realist position in ontology is that time and space have existence apart from the human mind. So. Basically, what this this ridiculously convoluted sentence is saying is that physical time and space are separate from the human mind. So we're separate from time and space. So it's a... have you heard there's this island? It's probably gonna be out really out of date when I say it, when it comes out. But there's this island that's probably gonna get rid of time, which I really think is totally bonkers. I haven't heard that. But that sounds ridiculous. What? Yeah, they don't want time anymore. Although I really don't get it, because you're still going to have birthday, so you've still got to have some sense of time and go... Surely, yeah. Um, Why? I don't get it, because it's a constant reality, isn't it? Like, the sun comes up, the sun comes down, and then caveman went, you know what, we need a time for, th- we need a time for this. But it's... Um... I swear I read that somewhere that they're all kind of related to things. No, I think it. Well, um, not uh, that it would tell you or anything. So someone called Kant, um, he he took. I think I was assuming. Well, that's, I'm, I shouldn't. I was not gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. Say I was about to say I shouldn't say here, but he is here. 
um, he says that they 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 are elements of a kind of framework we use to structure our experience. So basically, I'm assuming he is saying that again, it's through our perceptions. I think that's what he's saying. But um, as you say, this is all very convoluted. It really is just the wording of it, but it kind of has to be. Um, so that's interesting. Because someone said time is an illusion. Yes. Which comes up in um, Hitchhikers as well, I think. Yeah. Doubly um, Thursday, don't they? Mm. So, yeah, it says um, the block universe theory, also known as eternalism, holds that past, present, and future are all real, but the passage of time is an illusion. Um, like you said, there's a lot here to kind of un uncover. It's, it said it's, it's very complicated. <laughs> Luckily, some of this is stuff that we said we do kind of get. Did you want to talk about some of the other stuff, the stuff that we actually kind of do? You were saying about um, virtual realities and kind of internet. Well, multiverse. And multiverse, yeah. Should we talk a bit about that? Which one? What, in the... Uh, uh, you tell me which one you want to do first, Jeremy. Just the multiverse itself, the, the first... the first. I've always been intrigued by that yeah. thing. Yeah, go for it. But is that just another simulation? Are they just other simulations of the same thing? No, you can just so happen to cross over with them. Where it's just an algorithm where it says, oh, in this reality, you're going to do this thing. Whereas, no, no, in this one, we're going to make you do choose the other thing. Well, it, it's interesting. Bringing up things like the multiverse or, or quantum mechanics. Um, I I think I might have mentioned this before years ago too, but I I, um, I don't now, but I'm, I used to be... Uh, I say I'm not, I'm not a fan still, but I don't read them anymore. But I'm, I used to read a, a lot of books by an American author called Dean Koontz. Um, and one of the stories, actually, probably my most favourite story that he ever wrote was called "From the Corner of His Eye," and um, one of the one of the characters, a young a young um, a young boy, um, had this unique ability. Um, so in in this story, he he goes blind. He's um, he loses his vision, and when he's talking to his mother, he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm blind here, but not in these other places." And it's the whole thing of, um, you know, there's other there's other versions of me in certain decisions that we make. There's other versions of me that um, exist in other realities, and this and whatever choices we make, all these other outcomes are playing out in these other realities that we can't see. So, um, you know, that kind of that's that's it's a, these kind of concepts are really quite interesting. Um, so you know, as as you were saying about the multiverse, you know, just because we can't, you know, we, is it you can't see, but it. What was you saying? Well, isn't it just an algorithm that in one reality you do one choice, but in yeah. the algorithm sends you down another route and yet another one, and it plays out in that other reality, but mm. we just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, again, there's nothing to say that it. it it's nothing to. I don't know if there is anything to to prove that it's true, but it's nothing to disprove it either. So. You know, I mean, and the thing is, what you're saying about the multiverse—it's a concept that's been hypothesized in actually all fields of study. So it's in cosmology, physics, astronomy, religion, philosophy. Uh, obviously, particularly in sci-fi, Star Trek itself has done it. And, you know, and in, and in these contexts, parallel universe, uh, parallel universes are also alternative quantum. In, good luck, Jeremy. You can uh, say all those if you want, but you good know, on you. Quantum universes, 
interpenet interpenetrating dimensions, parallel dimensions, parallel worlds, alternative alternative realities, alternative timelines, and dimensional planes, among others. I wouldn't have done that. But... There you go. Oh, it's just to see if I could actually, uh, actually, actually say about losing my losing my tongue. Because uh, I just sat there and went, well, that's, it all mean the same thing. Yeah, like, I don't need yeah, to. Yeah. This then, is whatever label that that creator shoved on it. So, but yeah, well, yeah, but I think I think sorry, I think even in itself, I think that that says something. Even in itself, it's a concept that is been has been examined and redefined, and and you know, as you say, and it, and explored in all sorts of aspects to try and understand it. So I think even of itself, I think it kind of says something. But that's just me. Um, yeah. So. Then obviously you get into things like virtual reality and cyberspace. That's another kind of. But I say, are they interlinked? That's what I'm trying to get at. If you can create one virtual reality world, why can't you just copy and paste it and just change a few algorithms, and then that's how you get the multiverse. And and kind of possibly the world that we actually live in ourselves. Well, yeah, it's the Men in Black. The universe, the galaxies in Ryan's belt. It's that whole that metaphor, isn't it? Or Possibly. like um, ship in a bottle in that power core. Are we in one of those power cores? Are we in? Possibly. I mean, you know, again, like I said, it's certainly. And if you can create one, why can't you create a whole host of them and have them interlocking? Hmm. Well, the point then becomes: if if we are living in a virtually constructed world, why? What would be the point of it? What's 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 the point of it? Forty-two. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I've no idea what that means, but what are you referring to there? Hitchhikers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I said it's been. A, I watched that a few days ago. It's been a. It's been a. It's been a long few days. Um, and we are discussing two episodes, which are very heavy, heavy subjects, which all, which although are very interesting. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean... Well, why not? What's that? Why can't they What's be What's the greatest way of finding out the meaning of life, the universe and everything than trying to set up a... Even in Doctor Who they tried to do it, try and figure out how to rearrange the universe. Mm. Yeah. In School Reunion. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, the I mean... The Daleks went for the easiest way, let's wipe out all of existence in every single multiverse ever created... You know, the Dalek philosophy, yeah, we'll live on our station in the middle of nowhere. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't see why it could possibly all be connected. <laughs> why not? And, you know, and, and you could you could, you could, you could theorise that, you know... And isn't it weird that we're doing that in ourselves, that we may be in a holodeck ourselves, but we're doing that in our own environment like a holodeck within a holodeck because we've we've like virtual reality games and whatnot and yeah i mean minecraft and some of the games you play and we're actually trying to get into more that's the thing you know isn't, you... That, isn't that a bit weird yeah or I is mean... that just the thing of well we're aware of it or we've been pre-programmed to do that or what or is that purely escapism maybe i mean the thing is you... all of the above could be. I mean, the thing is, if you look at if you look at saying that VR. I mean, like I said my brother's got a, a I VR. I hate it. Huh? I hate it. I quite enjoy it actually. It's quite quite fun. But you look at something like that, and it does seem very real. Or as you say, playing video games. I mean, 
Oh, actually, I shouldn't throw you under the bus. We're actually SEO, to be fair. Thank you very much. Um, Before so you point that out to me and so go, you, hey, that's not fair. So you look at you look at things like um, STO <laughs> or some of the games that I've got on my PlayStation 4, characters that we play, they become very real to us. They're not real. I mean, a good example is Life is Strange. The characters in that I've mentioned. Hear more of that soon. Yeah. Or but, earlier. You know... I care about those characters. Even though they're not real, they're not flesh and blood, I care about them a lot. Just as much as... I wouldn't say not as much, but, to, you know, I care about them a lot. It could be maybe relatability, because I can relate to the various parts of their personalities, I don't know. But anything we watch or... We care about people. We care about these characters, even though they're not, in our definition, technically real. But then you come to the point of... Is that another form of reality as well? So I don't know. As you said, it's... A, it's tricky and you know you hear people talking when they when they play games they think to themselves oh yeah this feels more real to me than real life it does itself which is you know so that's a common kind of saying isn't it oh that feels more real to me than, than the actual real world or whatever does that make sense yeah yeah so yeah I mean like you said it, it's, it's it's tricky it's a very tricky concept but uh, you know the, the way I, I think really the way I kind of see, see it is it's all reality, but just different ways of diff- different types of realities, different way, different kind of ways of assigning reality. It's not reality is not all one thing. It means different things, different ways of kind of seeing the world. If that if, if that makes any sense at all, just, again, it's just me trying to under- trying to understand trying to understand the concept of it, but. What you went back to what you were saying about like a holodeck within a holodeck. I think, you know, a great example of where Star Trek's done that was projections. That's a great example of what the heck is reality. Yeah. Don't you think? Because that was just a total, like, there's like a total mind. I was about to. Um, that's kind of just a total. Uh, oh, God. I'm trying to think of the right word. Just totally messes. Maybe, maybe not what you're thinking, but. Yeah, messes with Screws your mind. Your mind a bit. Yeah, yes. there we go. Not, not the other one that you're probably thinking, <laughs> which would have included a swear word. <laughs> mind. Yeah. yeah, that one. That yeah. one. Uh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a great example. But no sight. Yeah, but I just love when Barclays. Well, I said Barclays trying to explain. He goes, "You want to destroy a holographic? Was it um, a holographic? Uh, you want to destroy?" Uh, a holographic simulation or holo- whatever it was a hologram within a hologram was, oh my god but yeah yeah so so you think you think it's all connected somehow then why not yeah it's again the so, world at large seems to be so why not well, reality itself mm. what was the other other thing you there was another uh, concept you found you thought was really quite interesting in which I can just see you've gone on to the page of sceptical hypothesis yeah do you want to read more that's right, you go for it, Sai. Or did you... Did... Oh, it's just fun. It's just yeah, like... go for it. I don't know. Did you want me to read it? Yeah, that's why I said you read it. Okay, let me just... I thought they were interesting. I didn't quite know what to make heads or tails of them, but I thought they were interesting. About the only bit that I could understand. Um. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, you know, I'm just going to look at yours, because yours are probably... Your notes are probably a bit more succinct than mine. Uh, Sceptical hypotheses in philosophy suggest that reality is very different from what we think it is, or at least that we cannot prove it is not. So examples include the brain in a vat hypothesis is cast in scientific terms. It supposes that one might be a disembodied brain kept alive in a vat and fed false sensory signals by a mad scientist. 
This is the premise of the film, obviously, The Matrix. Um, the dream argument of Descartes and Zoom... I can't even pronounce that name. Suppose this reality to be indistinguishable from a dream. Um, Descartes' evil demon is a being as clever and deceitful as he is powerful has directed his entire effort to misleading me. The five-minute hypothesis suggests that the world was created recently together with records and traces indicating a greater age and the ma and again what we said the matrix hypotheses or simulated reality suggests that we might be inside a computer simulation or virtual reality yeah they're a little bit wacky but there's no reason it couldn't be but I think the dream one's quite an interesting one as well hmm. yeah I mean and, you, and you've got to think you look at I'm I'm have you seen Inception the no. film no okay uh, so you look at something like I have seen Doctor Strange which is I think in a similar vein to it Inception is oh I've not seen it for years it's, it's worth checking out it's a really good film so it's those, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt Leonardo DiCaprio there's a host of other uh, like A-list stars in there as well but it's a concept of you've got the real world but then you're I think it's like a, it's like a three layer reality thing and the deeper you go the the kind of the more you kind of lose yourself um again i, I, I said i've not seen it for years so um i can't really exp I can't, actually, I might have to get up, actually. Uh, so i might be able to explain the concept a little bit better on my phone uh let me just have a quick look because I'll be actually able to explain it a bit better. Which one's that? Inception. It's a it's a really good film. I, I think it's worth checking out, Si, if you ever get the opportunity. Um, but it deals in things like reality and all that kind of stuff, which is it, very relevant to what we're talking about. Come on, my useless phone just takes forever to load up. Um, right, let's have a look. Stupid autocorrect. There we go. That's better. Um, oh, here we go. This is it. Um, uh, yeah. So the, the synopsis: um, Dom Cobb is a thief with the rare ability to enter people's dreams and steal their secrets from their subconscious. Um, he gets a chance at redemption when he's offered a seemingly impossible task: planting an idea in someone's mind. And within these kind of within the within these people's dreams and their subconscious, there exist like different levels of reality. And the deeper you go into someone's minds, the the more you lose yourself, the more complex it becomes. So kind of reality kind of breaks down. If that makes any sense, but it's in, it's interesting. But as you said, it's as you saying going back to kind of um, you know all kind of kind of wacky ideas and all kind of connecting. But yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else you wanted to? Is there anything else that kind of? I mean, the thing is, or any of this, is it kind of? Is it helped in any way at all? It's not meant to. No, <laughs> maybe not. I mean, to be honest, it might. It might sound like I know what I'm talking about, but in all honesty, I, it's just it does boggle the mind. Um, we could talk about maths, numbers, seen as as kind of as a reality. Maybe. Whatever, Jamie. Um 
So, so um, the status of abstract entities, basically numbers, is a topic of discussion in mathematics. Um, other forms of realism identify maths with the concrete physical universe. Uh, I'm just trying to find... The traditional debate has been focused on whether an abstract realm of numbers has existed in addition to the physical, sensible, concrete world. A recent development in the maths, maths, uh, math mathematical universe hypothesis, uh, the theory that only a mathematical world exists, with the fin finite fin finite <laughs> physical world being illusion within it. So what this is saying, and what I've put in my own words, because I think it, again it makes it sound a bit more possibly understand is there's no such thing as a physical world only the maths so only the numbers and that everything else just exists within that same framework within that same universe yeah <laughs> i don't know uh, anyway um yeah yeah i mean there's a lot there's a lot to unpack here but i don't think we should go on for two because i said it yeah <laughs> I think I think you're kind of uh, at your limit. I think. Is it safe to say? Which, Good say that. Yeah, sh I think should we uh, should we kind of maybe how long have we? About forty minutes. Yeah, I mean we could talk about more stuff. We really could go into so much more detail with it. But like Simon said, we have done kind of heavy two heavy meta episodes. Um, but I think in a way, even us kind of not talking more about it, I think kind of in it says of itself it's a really complex definition it's a really complex thing to try and define yeah and we can sprout all this stuff at you but at the end of the day reality is a very tricky concept that I don't think you can you can really define it's kind of you're what you what you personally think yourself as of what it means and how you how you try and make sense and understand it this may be the perfect way of ending it go for it all these views of the world, those that we perceive in our minds and those that physicists discover in the universe are flavours of reality. What humans perceive as reality may know more than an illusion, but in the end, in the end maybe that doesn't matter. There you go, I think that's a perfect way of ending it. Yeah. There's a bit more about how the universe could be a hologram, but... Yeah, we kind of already went into that bit, didn't we? Um, if you read that, it's quite nice what it says. Which bit? It's that paragraph. Oh, I might as well read this. The universe could even be a kind of a hologram. The amount of information that can be stored in a region of space is proportional to the region's surface area rather than its volume, a property known as a holographic principle. One possible implication is that rea reality is actually two-dimensional and the three-dimensional world is merely an illusion which will explain some of the wackiness of quantum mechanics. Hmm. So, yeah. In conclusion to this episode, guys, reality is what you make it. Yeah. yeah. Don't do episodes you're not sure about. But never mind. <laughs> no, it's tight, tight, honestly. We we've we've done two heavy episodes today, so honestly, don't be too hard on yourself. If you guys do want to know more, then obviously feel free to check out Wikipedia and um and what's and you know, just type in what is reality and Google I'm sure will come up with a dozen I searches. Think if you want a first part to this episode, go and listen back to our theories episode. I think there's an awful lot in there that we kind of feel like we've done already and we kind yeah. of didn't want to repeat ourselves too much, yeah. which is probably why you've got 40 minutes of this one. That's fine. It's fine. Stuff we... and I don't know. No. Um, 
I really don't know. I was like, I think we're at our. It's kind of. It's kind of. Yeah, I think we're kind of at our limit. So, uh, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed listening, guys. And obviously, uh, we'll be we'll be back soon with something else. Something else because we don't know. We don't know. Bye. Yeah. Bye.